Hey there listeners, welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who aren't quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Ashwin, I've got Brian on the phone with me, and today we're going to be talking about the 2014 horror film The House's October Built, uh, directed by Bobby Rowe and starring Bobby Rowe, Zach Andrews, Brandy Schaefer, and Mikey Rowe. Uh, this is a movie about a group of friends who get into some trouble as they search for an extreme ha- haunted house. Um, Brian, had you heard of this one before? I don't think I'd ever heard of this movie, man. No kidding, really? Yeah, the cover art looked familiar, but the name didn't ring a bell. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. for some reason it sounded familiar to me. I, I think it's been on some lists, and then uh, it just popped up recently as like one of the best horror films on like Hulu or something. Oh, Okay. I bet you spend more time on best found footage films list than I do. <laughs> yeah, all I search are found footage films. <laughs> Even like non-horror, like that's my favorite genre. <laughs> yeah, you love a good found footage. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, t- I, t- I usually do, but we'll see about this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, genre-wise, like, yeah, this is solid found footage, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that little subgenre of like attractions you know yeah like haunted attractions that are really haunted or not really haunted but where something goes wrong like haunt i think hell house llc is one even though i haven't seen that oh i forgot about that one right i think we named a few more on our haunt episode but i don't think we've actually seen that many no yeah yeah i totally forgot there were other ones out there right it's a cool concept I'd, i'd like to dig into more of them it is. It, it kind of like replaces, uh, especially like this year, since I'm sure a lot of people aren't getting out to haunted houses, but it kind of like brings it uh, to, to, to make that feeling more accessible of like you actually walking through a haunted house. Yeah, for sure. Um, hey, did, growing up, did you call these things haunts? Like that, that's, like this movie and haunt from last year, the first time I've heard that term. I called them haunted houses. Yeah, same. But I guess like haunts or haunted attractions makes more sense because they're not always a house. And like a lot of times you hear haunted house and you think like an actual haunted house or like, right? you know, it's not a haunted house movie. It's a, it's a haunt movie or haunted attraction movie. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we've seen films where like the house is like haunted or, or like, well, I don't actually, have we watched movies with like creepy houses or anything? Oh yeah, man. Um, we'll I guess sh- we haven't done many for this podcast, even though there are a lot of movies like that, but yeah, you know, it's Conjuring like Conjuring or, um, paranormal yeah Wait, have some we of them done, are like, the house itself poltergeist poltergeist yeah yeah that's true the shining essentially uh yeah you're right yep house yeah. on haunted hill house on uh was that house actually possessed um no not really but it, it's set up like a haunted house movie yeah 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 i i like those movies where, where like they're able to like um yeah you're, you're just in a house that's like creepy versus like an actual like about the amusement uh a haunted house or something that's kind of strange yeah yeah um so yeah otherwise uh this was this guy's uh d- debut film uh brian Rowe. is it that's probably or bobby Rowe. is that how you pronounce it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's bobe oh bobe Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah See, bobby Rowe. i didn't even look into what other movies he did i i kind of spaced on that uh you know i think so he did a sequel to this one Oh, right, right. Okay. And then um, I think there's one or two other ones, but like not, nothing uh, too big. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, couldn't find any budget numbers on this one. It seems pretty like a uh, low key in terms of uh, budget. It but, had to have been pretty low budget. And um, one thing I heard them say on an interview was like, 
they had the advantage of their set design being done for them because they filmed uh, in like some real life haunts. Yeah, yeah. That's so they're just kind of piggybacking <laughs> off of the setup there and like that's, didn't yeah. need to do anything and save money that way, which that's, is yeah cool. But also I'm like, oh, that's kind of like, it feels borderline unethical. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like you're plagiarizing a bit, like you're stealing what someone else has done. Yeah, like but. one thing he made a point of on this interview, I think it was the Movie Crypt podcast. I listened to a little bit of an interview and he talked about how in turn, these haunted houses got publicity mm-hmm. and like, hopefully maybe they even like made a map of the tours, like the, the route they drove and the houses they hit that like hopefully other people would do. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, um, is this part of like a, yeah, I read for like a promo or something. They like showed like the top 25 haunted houses in the U S. Um, yeah. so is that, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't realize the, the ones in this movie are actually like one of those are like the, the, the ones like that were actually haunted houses. I assume at least some of them are on this list, but yeah, the, they show real haunted houses or real haunted attractions in this movie. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, are you uh, are you pretty big on haunted houses? Yeah, I mean, I say that, but I haven't gone to one in like ten years. Yeah, yeah. I wish, like, if I had a friend who was into it, I would go every year for sure. Yeah, I just like feel weird going alone. <laughs> as a 36 year old man no offense to any of you out there who do but <laughs> yeah 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 it's a, it's, a, it's a fun thing to do yeah, at like any age with a good group it's, it's good yeah yeah um but you used to go like as a kid all the time yeah yeah i did every year how about yeah. you uh yeah same but I, I remember like being like scared the shit out of it it was, it was pretty wild oh yeah the haunted schoolhouse and laboratory oh yeah right that's a famous one like in akron or something right yeah yep yeah um and then, uh, I, you know, in high school, I, I volunteered at one and, you know, parts of this film, like, uh, there is like a culture of people who like, or, or like die hard, like into these and like, kind of like take on these characters and stuff. And I feel like this movie, like throughout it, you see like these clips of, um, people who work at haunted houses, like giving, uh, or just speaking to the camera and like, it seems like very realistic in a way. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't figure out if those were real or not. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you. Like, you don't know either. I uh, know. I don't. I couldn't find anything on that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so because they say some pretty like damning things. Like, uh, yeah, it really paints a, a, a not a good picture of the people who work at these places. Yeah, right. But yeah, I, I feel like there's a, a part of that. There's like a certain percentage of that that's a little real because if you think about it, day in and day out, like you're kind of putting on a mask and like your job is to just like scare people. So that, that's got to that's you know calls to a certain type of person, and then it's got to like also mess with your head a bit. Sure, sure, I could see that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool, uh, I, I think it's a cool like pocket of, or, or like a niche of like American society. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Any, and so, yeah, I, I think all the actors and no one like famous in this, I, I get the impression they all like knew each other. Um, yeah, it seemed like a very much like just these dudes doing everything they could to make a movie. Like they're in the movie. They wrote in, starred in, directed the movie. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Very homemade. Yeah. Um, and then it's got like a 60% around tomatoes, which I, I thought was uh, pretty generous for like a horror film. Yeah. And it's got a 29% user rating. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. And the wow. IMDb is 5.2 out of 10 and letterbox is 2.5 out of five. Wow. Okay. Okay. So like the user review is a lot lower than. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. very middle of the road for the other stuff, but yeah. Rotten Tomatoes user review is, is pretty darn low. Yeah. 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 That's surprising. Um, well, yeah, I didn't have too much other background on this. Did, did you have anything else? Not really. There's not much out there, um, but I do have our Ohio connection if you're ready to hit that. Yeah, let's see. I, I'm assuming it's going to be a pretty 
the uh, easy one? Um, well, he didn't take the, he doesn't the, take that low hanging fruit. The, he never does. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have our friend Alex connect every movie we watch to our home state of Ohio. Alex owns the Jukebox Bar and Restaurant in Cleveland. You can go pick up beer, wine, or food in your car or hang out on their socially distanced patio. Uh, great food, great drinks. Alex says, The house is October built was filmed in Texas and Louisiana at a variety of real-life haunted houses. In a promotional effort for the film, director Bobby Rowe compiled an interactive map of the nation's best haunted houses. The list featured over 30 attractions throughout the U.S. Included on this list were three from the state of Ohio, Dent Schoolhouse in Cincinnati, Haunted Hoochie in Columbus, and The Fear Experience in Cleveland. Sadly, it looks like The Fear Experience closed in 2018, while the other two still remain operational. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah. And the characters in this movie were from Ohio, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was like the obvious one that I thought he'd go for. Yeah. Alex always has to like dig in a few layers. Yeah. Good one. Um, hey, which have you been to any of those in Ohio? No, you, honestly, man. I as I say, I love haunted houses, but I think the only ones I've really been to in Ohio were that haunted schoolhouse and laboratory, and there was a hayride near my house. Oh, hayrides! It was fun. I like yeah. Those. Oh, I feel like there was a haunted woods somewhere too. We used to go to a lot. I can't remember where that was. Oh, cool. Like near Lodi, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If, if you're talking about Lodi, uh, like you're, you're talking like almost Mansfield and that's, uh, I, I went down there and, uh, remember, um, where they shot the Shawshank Redemption, that prison, right? Yeah. They've turned that into like an amazing haunted house, which, which was pretty cool. Yeah. I always wanted to go to that one. and never did for some reason. Ah, oh, man. That, that one's worth checking out. It's cool. Was it like the Mansfield retorment reformatory or something? Like yeah. That? Yeah. I think that, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then someone was telling me like close to uh, Dayton or Cincinnati, there's like a cave, uh, like a haunted house. That's like a bunch of caves or something, which also oh, that'd be awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Nice. Uh, well, yeah. Something to get back into. Um, anything else before we jump into the plot and spoil the film, give our reviews? Nope. Let's do it. All right. Cool. Um, before we do that though, do you mind if I take a quick break? I think I heard someone knocking at the door. Just want to check it out. Sure. Sure, man. Better get that. Cool. All right. I'll be right back. Hey man, sorry about that. Yeah, everything okay? Yeah, there was uh, this young girl. Uh, she had like this doll mask on, and uh, she wouldn't say anything. So she just followed me inside, and now she's sitting in this closet with me. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing she's like gonna try to sell me Girl Scout cookies at some point or something. But we'll see. She's just just waiting for the right moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Typical business pitch: wait till the customer's like scared out of their mind. Make you make the first move, the first yeah, offer. Exactly. <laughs> two dollars for Samoas or something (laughs) open it up there uh all right cool so should we jump into the plot yeah let's do it all right uh so this movie opens with this uh it's it's a found footage film so it opens with this uh footage of a woman being put inside of a trunk of a car and the car starts moving and she wakes up and you almost get the sense that she starts smiling uh did you was that what was going on there what was your interpretation of this opening scene it looked like a smile at first to me too, but then I noticed it was just kind of a grimace and pain oh, okay. or like shock or sadness, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was a weird thing to open on. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of like zoomed in and made you think like you're supposed to be looking at something. 
Right, but, right. Like there was some significance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so then we jump to the to back like five days, and this is like five days before Halloween. And and throughout the film, we get like interviews of people uh, who work at haunted houses, like kind of documentary style. Uh, talking about things like um, criminal background checks not happening on people or like how they enjoy like being someone else. And so that all kind of like sets this backdrop for the movie. And uh, the main story is this group of friends, um, you know, they're hanging out at this bar on this first night. There's four dudes and one uh, woman named Brandy, who is the woman that we saw at the beginning in the trunk. Um, so they're hanging out at this bar. They're talking about how they're about to take off to explore and document haunted houses across the state of Texas. And they're all from they're all from Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. An interesting connection. Um, so then uh, they get the, into this RV and they're off. They're pretty excited. Uh, the first night they come to this uh, haunted house, which uh, is pretty legit. Like, yeah, you get some cool scenes of them going through and like going room to room. Um, did Did you feel like the, these were like pretty scary or effective? Yeah, these were scary haunted houses, man. When I found out these were real, I'm like, wow. Yeah, I know. I know. It kind of raises the bar on like everything I know. About yeah, houses. for sure. Um, but as they're leaving, so I mean, first off, they're in there with like cameras, like recording everything, which probably isn't what you're supposed to do. And then at the end, for some reason, they go on the roof uh, and like shout to everyone in line, like through a megaphone. Um, is it, Was there any reason why they did that? No, just like to be dicks, I guess, or be <laughs> silly. Yeah. They were like 30 year olds acting like 18 year olds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> These guys are acting like kids for sure. Uh, and, and yeah, and, and this obviously riles up some people. So as they're leaving that haunted house, like some angry clowns kind of confront them and like uh, and people in mess. Like they're obviously not happy with the, what, the, what these guys did. Right, right. Um, so yeah, then the next night they hit up another haunted house, like in another town. Um, again, like some pretty cool, scary stuff going on. Um, this time when they're getting ready to leave that night though, this uh, this little girl with a doll, like baby face mask, uh, that they saw at the haunted house the night before, is just like standing outside of the RV, and she's not like saying anything to them, but she follows them inside the RV, and she just starts screaming. Uh, what would you think of this scene? Pretty creepy, and I think it was like a grown woman in like a porcelain doll mask, right? Oh, uh, I couldn't tell. I, yeah, for some reason I thought it was, it was like a younger girl, but yeah, it could have been a grown woman. Yeah, it was pretty freaky. I mean, that that mask and costume, more than just a mask, kind of, it looked like partially makeup, partially mask. It was pretty freaky. Yeah, because, like, even the hair was, like, kind of, uh, like, it looked like something artificial or something. Yeah, It's kind yeah. of a weird effect. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it was pretty scary. One of the things, though, like, I mean, since this is found footage, and, and, and this scene, it kind of bothered me. Um, like, she starts screaming, and the camera just cuts really quick. And then when it comes back, she's, like, stopped screaming. Um, that, that I, I don't know, like those kind of cuts, uh, uh yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't great for like the continuity, I think. Yeah. I mean, the, the beginning of this movie especially just had way too many edits. Oh my God. Yeah. Like every, every scene is like basically like 10 seconds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which was just like, boy, this is like some found footage movie. Like <laughs> it kind of makes sense. And I guess Blair Witch did that a little bit. Like some of it was just footage that they had whoever found spliced together and edited it. But yeah, it was kind of ridiculous. Like, yeah, there's no reason you, it would just be like a guy walking into the RV to get his like equipment or whatever. And you, there'd be like 10 edits. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 10 cuts. Right. Right. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was very unnecessary. Like, and, and I feel like with found footage, like having a, a longer frame or longer sequence makes a huge difference. Yeah, I agree. 
yeah uh so yeah and then on the scare that kind of bothered me too that like uh yeah she starts screaming and suddenly the camera cuts and then when it's back like you don't know what happened or what you missed yeah yep um so yeah they, they they think that's weird they don't really know what to make of this like why this uh woman showed up and uh why she came into the rv but she leaves they go to bed and we're starting to get the sense that like there's someone hanging out outside of their rv every night um so then these guys, uh, ultimately they're getting bored with all these haunted houses because uh, they want something more intense. And they end up trying to find something called a blue skeleton. And it's supposed to be this really extreme haunted house. Um, and uh, But it's like very like exclusive and hard to find and like moves around every year. It's almost like the secret uh, thing. So at one of the haunted houses, they finally get this tip from someone that they have to go to Louisiana to get that, uh, to find the blue skeleton haunted house. Um, do you know if they knew about that blue skeleton the whole time or did they find out about that like on this trip? I think they maybe knew the whole time and I think maybe part of their goal the whole time was to like end up trying to find like an extreme haunt. Mm, okay. And uh, I wasn't haunt, totally clear on that. And, and an extreme, extreme haunt is like, uh, like where they actually hurt you, I guess. I think that's my impression. Yeah. Where they can like actually touch you and kind of hurt you like borderline torture you. Yeah, like, yes. and I think they might actually be real. Like, you can get people to like kidnap you and like scream in your face for six hours. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> wow, why would someone like pay for that? that, that that's crazy. I need I need to look into that more. I don't know if that's just like a urban legend or if it really is true. I think it's true. Yeah, I bet it's a pretty crazy world out there. I'm sure we could find some of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, the night before they head out to Louisiana, where, where they have this tip that, the, that the blue skeleton thing's out there, um, a bunch of, like, mas- masked, uh, figures from the haunted house, like, surround them at night, uh, and while they're in their RV, and, uh, they start, like, climbing around on the roof, uh, and then later that night, someone breaks into the RV and records them while they're sleeping, and leaves a bleeding hearts in their fridge. So pre- pretty extreme, like, borderline, like, violent stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Not cool. Yeah. But for some reason, these guys, like, continue on. They're, like, not really, like, phased by any of Well, I mean, they, they seem, like, pretty creeped out, but not enough to go home. Right, not enough to go home or, like, call the police or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't feel like calling the police was ever even an option that was brought up. <laughs> I don't think so either. And, <laughs> and, like, they have, like, evidence, like, someone broke in, like, recorded them while they are sleeping, they know, like, someone put something in their fridge. There's, like, a lot of messed up right, stuff. Right, that's they true. They have video evidence. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, the next uh, day they find a pumpkin outside of their RV. Uh, they carve it open, and inside of it is an invitation from the Blue Skeleton, and it tells them to go to Louisiana and go to Bourbon Street out in New Orleans. So they go to Bourbon, Bourbon Street, and it's pretty packed, um, but one of the guys ends up losing the rest of the group, and he gets abducted in this alley by that woman in the baby doll face and some other dressed up villains, which I don't know. What did you think of the costumes throughout here? I thought the costumes were great. I thought they were all pretty creepy. How about you? Yeah, same. I thought that was like one of the strong parts of the film. Yeah. Uh, so the rest of the group go back to the RV and, and they get this message that they need to go to this remote location if they want to save their friends. They go there and uh, there's this bus with the, this dude in a skeleton mask um, and they, he's like saying you got to get on the bus, but they they don't they don't think it's safe to go out. But all of a sudden they get attacked in their RV and dragged into the bus. 
Um, at this point, like, what do you think? Like, are you thinking like this is fake or like this is like real or what's your uh, danger level at? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was like one of two things. It was either this is the extreme haunt experience and this is all just part of the show. Yeah. Or they just really piss the wrong people off and or these people just like pick somebody every year to do this to or something. Right. Right. Yeah, you're kind of like battling like it's it's either or, right? Like it's one of those scenarios. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same. And, and so basically then uh, the group, uh, they're driven out somewhere on a bus. They're blindfolded and, and they're, they're tied up. Then they each are split up into these separate houses. And in each house, uh, they're kind of attacked in, in each house. Like each house is kind of like a mini haunted house. Um, like in one, I think there's some guy walking around with a chainsaw. In another, like... Um, I think there's like it's all dark and like uh, you, you just see, like a blue light or something. Um, could you understand like what was going on in each of these houses? Not always. Some of them I could. That blue light, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, you just heard like the guy kind of screaming, like yelling. Yeah, yeah, that was strange. Yeah. Um, but it was essentially kind of like a another like haunted house experience, haunted attraction experience, just like tailored to one person. Right. Yeah, you're on your own in this house, right? Yeah. 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 And one thing they did here was like, they had the characters, they like woke up or they were like blindfolded and they were like tied up and they untied them and there's, they were like, there's a camera right next to you. Like grab it, go into this house and film everything you see. Like, right. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's an example of like the convent, like the filming technique here and the subgenre of found footage, like really driving the plot in an unnatural way. <laughs> like why would they give each person a single can? And were they planning to do that anyway? Or was it just cause they knew these people like to film stuff? Like <laughs> that, that doesn't have to you when you go places like someone's like, Hey, there's a camera next to you, pick it up <laughs> and start yeah. recording everything. You know, it's kind of like at a wedding. Like, you ever go to a wedding and they hand you, like, a, a Polaroid camera or, like, a Kodak disposable camera at the beginning? Yeah, and the bride and the groom come around and they're like, anyway, it's good to see all of you. By the way, we will kill you if you yeah. don't take photographs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> take photographs of everything. Otherwise, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> everything. Yeah. I don't want to miss a moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. They, they, this was them forcing the plots into, like, the scenario here, which... Uh, or, or not necessarily the plot is forcing that uh, style of footage into the plot. Right, right. Which unfortunate. Um, but yeah, so so they're they're in these each in a house and like yeah, they, it's still kind of ambiguous like what's going on in each house. Um, it's not super clear and like obviously the the footage is um, you know here and there. And um, at this point yet, are you convinced if it's uh, if this is like just a gimmick or if they're actually being hurt? Starting to think it's no longer a gimmick, but the, there's still that shred of doubt. Yeah, yeah. Um, same. And then finally the movie ends with uh, them being dragged away. Uh, the woman's put into the trunk, as we saw uh, earlier in, when the movie opened. And they're all placed into individual caskets and buried. And I think that's where the movie ends, right? Yeah, yeah, they're buried alive. And I think right. maybe not all of them are there. Like, Oh, just a couple of them or two or three. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we only see two or three of them. Yeah. It seemed like maybe some of them were died in those individual haunted houses were killed in those individual haunted houses, but I don't know for sure. That's kind of what I assumed. Like these are like the last two or three that were left and like right, being right. buried alive. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to tell. And, uh, you didn't look into the sequel and, and the plot there, did you? 
Oh, no, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't really want to give it away. Um, yeah, I, I won't give it away. But, okay. um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, so yeah, what, 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 that, that's kind of where it ends. Uh, what, what, what did you think of all of this? I thought that this movie was kind of scary. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the haunted houses were creepy. I think that... I think that what's cool about this type of movie is when you go to a haunted house, there is always some part of you that's like, who's behind that mask? And like, yeah, what if this isn't, this is real? Like, yeah. you know, what if somebody goes rogue or what if I've somehow walked into a trap? Like there's always that thought in your head. Yeah. And I think it's cool that like this plays off that. Right. And as a viewer, you're kind of in that position. Sure. Yeah. But I thought the scariest parts were just when they were in haunted houses. Like, yeah. And that almost feels, and like, I know the haunted house has agreed to this, like, and I think it was a mutually beneficial situation, but like part of it felt a little cheap to me. Like half this movie's scares are just from filming (laughs) these scare actors that do this anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, and it also just felt like, um, at many points, just like a montage of short films of footage taken in haunts. Like, sure. It, there really wasn't much of a narrative here other than maybe like they're just trying to find maybe an extreme haunted house. Like, yeah, none of these characters really like have any backstory. I don't really remember anyone's name. Right. Uh, I didn't care what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I did think some of it was scary. I thought it had like a really cool Halloween vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I, I agree. The, the the movie's strength was definitely the footage from inside the haunted houses, and um, the plot around it was kind of weak and like uh, barely kind of strung together. Like you don't have characters that you're really in bed with uh, that like had like a great story arc or anything. So yeah, I, I can definitely see the haunted houses being the the success of this one. And you know, I it is. I, I hear your point. Like it is kind of cheap, just like kind of tape or, or video what's going on inside of a haunted house and just use that. But, um, I, you know, I've, I've like, you know, go, going to haunted houses, like this, like there was something extra scary about, uh, some of the shots from inside these haunted houses that they went into. So, right. Um, I did't, right. Either, like, I do think captured... that, not to say like they're hacks and there was no skill involved in the way they shot those things. And yeah. And who knows, maybe more went on. Maybe it wasn't just like, this is what the scare actors do and we're going to film it. Maybe they right. staged things certain ways and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. That's um, what I kept thinking. Like they, they must've staged this somehow like really well. Yeah. Uh, Cause, yeah, cause, yeah, I think we, they did a good job with this, like, any sequence that involves something scary, I think was really well done. Like, mm-hmm. they did it in the way that would make it the scariest, like, it yeah. it got me, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, same. And, and, oh, go ahead. I think the acting was actually pretty good, too. Like, it was a very naturalistic style of acting and felt like a lot of it was maybe even improv. Right, um, yeah. But it did feel real. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I feel like the the chemistry between everyone was like pretty natural, and I, I, they're probably all friends, right? Outside of all this. Yeah, I would guess. I know yeah. two of them were. I mean, obviously, brothers, the Rose. Oh, sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you're, you're right. There isn't like any like strong dialogue or conversation parts or anything. It's just like these four or five people together, and uh, yeah, but it it felt like uh, natural, I guess. Uh, their interactions. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the other thing is, like, the, the whole time I kept just wondering, like, why haven't these guys turned around? Like, things are getting, like, freakier and freakier and, like, more disturbing in terms of, like, you know, someone's obviously out to get you. Um, why do you, like, keep, like, going down this path? 
Right, right. Why are they persisting? Like, there's kind of the week, like, they're dedicated to, like, doing this movie. Yeah. Um, and they even find out at one point, like, two of them find, um, um, like, footage that was taken inside their RV while they were all sleeping, and every yep. one of them is on the film sleeping, so somebody got into their condo, or exactly. their condo, their RV, and did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their yeah. condo. Um, so it's like, that is, yeah, that's the deal breaker. Like, stop. <laughs> For most people, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it was weird, too, because it was like, but then at the same time, if you're looking into these extreme haunts, like, what do you expect to happen? Like, they were so freaked out and uncomfortable with certain situations, but it's like, that's what you're kind of like digging for. Right. Um, so it was kind of like both, I had like errors with their logic on both things, like A, get the hell out of there and like B, why don't you just think this is part of it? Like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. And yeah. then at the end, I kind of wanted it to be part of it. Like, yeah, I don't know. They didn't really play, even though I did wonder the whole time, like, is this, real or is this the extreme haunt itself right. like i feel like they could have played that up more like the amb- ambiguity there yeah yep um what about you did you kind of want it to like actually just be like all right like that's it you've like conquered the blue skeleton uh no you know i i think what uh where these guys messed up was like they like you know in that first haunted house like they were kind of assholes right and i feel like everywhere they went um this haunt, these people who work at these haunted houses are kind of like feeling threatened or like invaded by these guys. And so, yeah, I, I would have loved to see like the blue skeleton maybe is like this really hardcore haunted house, but like, it's still like kind of like a gimmick, but they do like kind of do some torture to you, but they decide to kill these guys because these guys just like pissed everyone off anyway. Uh, I, th- I think that would have been a cool way to go. Yeah, maybe, maybe I would have liked to have maybe known more about the, the bad guys and their inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could tell they were pretty upset. Like, they weren't pretty... Like, no one was happy with these guys. Right. And, uh, like, one of the dudes, when they're all hanging out, does that thing where you tap the sop- top of someone's beer bottle to make it all fizz. Oh, yeah. That, I want you to die in the movie if you do that. <laughs> I know. I hate that shit. <laughs> no, no one who does that should come out of a movie alive. No. <laughs> that should be horrible. But there's also this like a uh, condescending nature to them where, um, and, you know, I worry about the, like us, like on this one too, like, uh, there's a great scene where they're at like a campfire and they're talking about like these backwoods, like, uh, people doing whatever they want. And, uh, like one of the guys from the haunted house there is like, what do you mean backwoods? And it's kind of like calling out like the cultural differences between like these five people and like the people who, you know, work at haunted houses. Right. Right. And like, why do you think just cause this is like in a more rural thing that like, yeah. anybody is going to break the rules and that everyone working there is like screwed up. And there was a lot of that in the interviews too. Like, yeah, you know, there's all ex cons in there and you know, who knows oh, what yeah. they'll do to you. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, like demeaning to scare actors. I don't know if any of that was actually real or not, but right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like there was like a, almost like a class division there. Where like right. uh, they weren't taking it seriously, and they kind of got what they had coming to them at the end. Right, right. So yeah, some of that might have been on purpose. Um, in ter- in terms of like the the f- uh, found footage quality, like um, I I feel like this is maybe the worst I've seen in terms of like the editing. Uh, have you seen anything worse? The editing was pretty obnoxious. Like I I don't know if it got better or if I just got used to it, but it, it was there were so many unnecessary cuts, like especially yeah. for found footage, like. I just like didn't quite understand the 
like the scenes, you know, it's like kind of like mockumentary part found footage type stuff, sure. which was kind of like what the Blair Witch was too. But I just didn't like kind of make sense to me that there would be this many cuts in a found yeah. footage movie. I know, I know. Uh, it was obnoxious. It was like, there were kind of like some effects too, like on the way the cuts like happen. It just, it didn't really match the found footage aesthetic a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it totally threw me off, and uh, I, you know, I, I after I watched this, like I felt kind of nauseous. I, were you watching this like on a TV or a laptop? I was just on a laptop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you didn't feel like nauseous after this? I didn't. No, but I get it. Yeah, because not only the editing, like 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 each scene being like very quick and like really short cuts, but then they'd also do this annoying thing where they would like zoom in like really close, but like the camera would be super um, unsteady. Uh, I, and I don't know what like type of effect they were going for there, but. It just like it felt like amateur hour on a found footage film. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, that yeah, was and I mean, found footage films definitely rely on that, like the shaky cams and the real life movement and stuff like that. But uh, it got yeah. to be a little bit of overkill towards the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And just like constantly toggling between these four uh, films at the end or five or whatever, like the yeah. five characters all with a camera, it got to be a lot. It did. And, and like one character, you can't even tell what's going on. All you see is like a blue light and you hear him like kind of screaming or whatever. Yeah. 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 It was funny because it was like such a climax in, in some senses. Like they're surrounded. They each go on this weird, horrible journey and then they're buried alive. But at the same time, it just kind of like felt a bit like a fizzle too. <laughs> yeah. It it's did. like, oh my gosh, are they going to bury them alive? And then they just like zoom in on like one of the guy's faces with a mask on who's burying them. And then the movie ends. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's I almost know. like as if he's about to say, Yes, we are burying them alive. Goodbye. <laughs> that's exactly what we did. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah. how it ended. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that part was, it could have been way more climatic at the end. And I, I think that goes back to your point where this was more just about like three or four haunted houses that we saw along the way. And the, the story didn't really have like a solid start or beginning. Or right, ending. right. Yeah, yeah, it almost like didn't justify itself being a, f- a feature length film. Yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I could see why a lot of people, like, I saw a couple people on Twitter being like, this is, I turn this on every Halloween. Huh. Um, it's got the aesthetic and the vibe for sure. Like, yeah, I think yeah. it succeeded on that front and yeah. it, it did kind of freak me out. I don't think, I think it's one of those movies like Haunt was kind of like this too, where it's just like trying to hit the scares hard. And I, I think it does, but it just, it doesn't work out to be a well-rounded movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Story doesn't add up, but, yeah. but yeah, I think there's some imagery that you kind of walk away from this film, mostly with the masks and, and then the scenes that you see in the haunted house. Right. That, that yeah. Uh, yeah. well, cool. Um, on a funny note, uh, and, and this is kind of a spoiler for like part two. So if, if you don't want to hear this, do you, but, but just the synopsis of part two, uh, cause, cause we talked about how like crazy it is, right. That, uh, these guys kept going without stopping. Yeah. Uh, so the synopsis of part two is after being rescued from their ordeal at the hands of the blue skeleton, five friends decide to get through their post-trauma stress by facing their fears and going on another haunted house road trip. (laughs) 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 Can you believe that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's it's only got a 14% uh, around two notes, but if if someone's seen it, I'd I'd love to know if if, uh, anyone likes that movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it has its fans. But yeah, let us know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, and uh, I don't mean to, I don't mean to to uh, to diss this movie or not, but uh, yeah, 
This is how I felt. I, I wasn't always very captivated with the movie as a whole, but yeah. Yeah. A bit freaky. I, I, I feel the same. Um, so on that, how many uh, bleeding hearts in the fridge would you give this one? You know, I had three because it was scary, but then this conversation has me thinking maybe two and a half. Ah, nice. Okay. I'm going to downgrade. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what was in this conversation? Just uh, talking more about the editing? I think it was mostly just the fact that I wasn't excited to talk about this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily the conversation itself, but this is that I was like, all right, let's get through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same. Like, oh, God, like nothing happened in this one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was also at uh, I was, I was at a two on, on this. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like the, the, the footage, uh, some of the footage is really cool. But story didn't add up, and then the editing really killed it for me. And I, I hate feeling dizzy after watching a movie. Yeah. That messes me up. Yeah, and I mean, I know, like, it sounds like you're knocking a movie because you can't handle found footage. Like, you've seen plenty of found footage, and I never remember you saying that you got dizzy. Yeah, yeah, usually I love this genre, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it was it was very erratic, just unnecessarily yeah. so. Right, right. Well, cool. Anything cool. Uh, Anything else? No, that's all I got. All right. Well, then that's it for our discussion on the houses October built. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help other people find our show. And we always appreciate the feedback. If you want to join in the discussion, you can find our social links at horrormovieclub.com or send us an email at podcast at horrormovieclub.com. Uh, we'll be announcing next week's movie on Facebook and Twitter in case you want to watch it before the next episode. We also have a Discord server where you can find us and chat up with some other horror fans. Um, that link is on our website. We also have a Patreon page uh, in case you want to access some of our bonus content. You can find that at patreon.com slash horrormovieclub. Our logo is by Amy Mae Popart, so check her out at etsy.com. And until next time, if you're looking to pay someone to torture you, uh, just give Brian and I a call and we'll come over and uh, do, our, do a number on you. We'll just do exactly what we just did for the past 39 minutes over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Talk about a movie we're never excited about. <laughs> Get ready for that. That should be Haunted House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what are these dudes about to do? <laughs> yeah. Make them stop. <laughs>